chopped off heads, thick heads and blood. To me, riffs are fucking timeless. You've got generations of people going to see them. It's our best album so far. The fans have been asking for it. They've been asking for it for years. I would listen to it over and over and over again today. It's like music we play, man. You're either going to like it or not. There are satanic bands. Some of them really aren't. We're playing the craziest drunken debauchery show we've played probably ever. It is not a condition to be doing a podcast. You're listening to The Great Metal Debate Podcast. Hey, metal fans. It's The Great Metal Debate Podcast, episode 67, December 2020. I'm Robert, a.k.a. Gomthog Metallicus, your host. No guest host for this show, just me bringing you our year-end episode. Well, 2020 has been a hard one. I don't have to tell any of you that. Not seeing friends and family, challenges for businesses and employees, the impact on our individual mental well-being. And for music fans, particularly metalheads, the inability to participate in our shared sacrament, live concerts, that's been crippling. But one bright spot in an otherwise difficult year, we've still had metal bands to release new music. According to our friends at Metal Archives, there were over 8,000 new full-length metal albums released in 2020. In all honesty, I probably only listened to 200, maybe 250 of those. At best, 2 or 3% of the overall metal released this year. Despite this limitation, we've endeavored again to attempt a list of the best albums from the past 12 months. If past years are any indication, I'm likely missing some great ones, and I'll only come to discover them next year or maybe the year after that. Regardless, let's give it a try. The Great Metal Debates list of the top 20 metal albums of 2020. 20. We begin at 20 with Greek metal newcomers Cosmogonia and their outstanding debut album, Enthrone the Gods. An independent release, I couldn't be more impressed with this folk melodic death metal ensemble. Great song composition, excellent counterbalance of growls and operatic singing, sturdy guitar work, and the icing on the top is Ismini Velisua's perfect flute play. I'm really disappointed in Throwing the Gods hasn't received more recognition yet. A killer metal release that is well worth your listen. 19. Okay, I'll admit it. I'm a Europhile when it comes to metal, and power metal is no exception. But in recent years, a number of North and South American bands have forced me to rethink this position, and USA Power Metal Outfit Judicator is at the top of that list. Their newest album displays everything I enjoy about this band. Tasteful metal guitar fused to power metal singing and thoughtful historical lyrics. The lyrics and vocals are both the product of frontman John Yellen. I had the chance to see him fronting Judicator performing their material live in 2019, and they definitely didn't disappoint. Let There Be Nothing may not even be Judicator's best offering, but is definitely one of the best albums of 2020. 18. Entering into their second studio album with Alina Sarala, replacing stalwart siren Liv Christine, Leaves Eyes seems to have found their new niche. This release, The Last Viking, from AFM Records, continues to showcase the foundation of contrasting operatic and harsh vocals ladled over an array of metal anthems. 
Alex Kroll definitely has a template for what he wants to accomplish musically, and he succeeds here. While perhaps a tad below the caliber of their seminal heights, The Last Viking is still an impressive composite of Viking, folk, and symphonic metal from Lee's eyes. 17. Canadian metalers Blackguard have been churning away for years in the Montreal metal circuit. Still, their latest album, entitled Storm, is the first since 2011's Firefight. Listening to the two albums back-to-back, it is clear Blackguard has evolved over the past decade in terms of both songwriting and production. Paula Blay's vocals, in particular, are much more developed and nuanced. I am surprised, given Blackguard's track record, that this was an independent release. Without disparaging any other bands, I've heard far worse metal bands be highly promoted and distributed. So, come on, Nuclear Blast, Napalm, Metal Blade, find a spot on your roster for these guys and lady, and give them the support they justly deserve. 16. At 16, we have another long-standing Canadian act, Annihilator. I've been a fan for decades. I think if I went rummaging through my closet somewhere, I still have a tape cassette copy of the classic Alice in Hell. While perhaps not as groundbreaking as that classic, Ballistic Sadistic, their new album, shows Annihilators still have the balls to thrash out as they did back in the heyday. There's no template crossover metal here. Annihilator create a unique soundscape, employing their own style on Ballistic Sadistic. If you enjoy ripping riffs and tight composition, this one is for you. 15. Keeping the theme of bands with their roots back in the 80s are Polish Death Rashers Vader with, if I'm counting right, their 13th full-length studio album, Solitude and Madness. In summary, this is tight, razor-sharp death metal. If you like what they put out before, you will enjoy this. More than just getting the job done, this album reinforces that Vader is a band that still has it in them to make a damn good album. 14. 2020 was a great year for melodic death metal, and certainly Sarah Cloth by Sweden's Nagelfar was one of the strongest contributors to that epic output. In line with their other three albums, Sarah Cloth is a reservoir of reverby shrill vocals and haunting guitar riffs. Check out our man Xander's review of this album from earlier in the year on our podcast feeds for the full breakdown on everything about the album. Glad to see the folks at Century Media are promoting these type of releases that are so far outside the mainstream of metal, as Nagelfar is the kind of band that warrants the recognition. 13. If you aren't listening to Russian metal, I don't know that we can be friends. In the past decade, Russia has become a hotbed of metal with so many new, innovative bands. Sadly, most of the best didn't put out new music in 2020. But folk power metal act Woodscream did their sophomore album, Vajava. A lot of quick hitters here, but each a solid mixture of Slavic pagan and power metal. And this is metal that infuses folk flavors in the best way. Potent riffage with the addition of keys and pipes in just the right places. There are no jigs or Ailstorm-esque parodies to contend with. All the vocals are clean here. Still, singer Valentina Siganova provides a sharp-edged, aggressive voice that fits the music well. This album satisfies from beginning to end with well-executed writing and strong musicianship. Let's give a listen to a track from Vajava. Here's Woodscream with Hrugavert.
такой желанный, что все сотрет границы, тебя возьму с собою и залечу раны ветром в тишине, птицы в вышине. Взлетая быстро, взрываясь, вместе я луч утра, огонь костра и я поздний смех, начало. Unconquered is the latest offering from Canadian Hyperblast Barons Cataclysm. If you haven't listened to Cataclysm in a while, I urge you to cue them back up in your earbuds. On this new album, you'll be impressed by the development of their signature chugging, blast beat-infused extreme melodeath. In particular, vocalist Maurizio Econo gives perhaps his most impressive performance yet, displaying an impressive array of screams and growls throughout the record. The songs are all bangers. A couple of tracks that particularly impressed were Stitches and Focus to Destroy You, another nice offering from the heart of North American metal. 11. Another Melodeth pick for me this year was the Moore's Principium Est album, Seven. Other than the unoriginal title, this was their seventh full-length release, I find this album to be phenomenal. The music is killer even by their high standards, with great lyrics 
and even the album art is solid. As with their earlier albums, the solos and riffing are innovative, and the synths provide perfect ambience. Nothing here seems forced or fabricated. Cheers to Moore's Principium asked for seven, and hoping this release earns them the recognition within the genre that they deserve. Ten. Moving into the top ten is Redneck Vikings from Hell by Aether Realm. Some may recall their 2017 release Tarot, recently re-released, which made quite a splash for a North American band having such a genuine mellow-death folk sound. On Redneck Vikings from Hell, the band takes a different tack, retaining the Viking-ishness, but moving successfully in other directions. The title track is a somewhat tongue-in-cheek nod to their roots being closer to Raleigh than Gothenburg, but not so flippant as to be problematic. And the songs Goodbye and Guardian are both surprisingly AOR-friendly, yet still flow seamlessly with the rest of the material. Excellent work by this band, whose best work is likely ahead of them. Nine. With their first release since 2016, Shrines of Paralysis, New Zealand tech death three-piece Ulcerate have delivered a monster album in Stare Into Death and Be Still. Terrifying soundscapes, discordant vocals, and nonlinear song structures abound. And clocking in at just under an hour, there is plenty of music to ingest, yet also giving room for the sound to breathe with an occasional repose from the madness grinder. Every instrument excels here. So take your time to listen to Stare Into Death and Be Still, and you will be rewarded with a true musical experience. Eight. A legion of bands have sprung up since the early 90s, and in Cantation's classic Onward to Golgotha, many have tried, a few succeeding, to surpass Incantation in the death metal pantheon. Nonetheless, these U.S. necrogenitors have sustained over the years, bringing us their latest album, Sect of Vile Divinities. This one is an improvement, both in writing and production, over Incantation's 2017 release, Profane Nexus. The songs are all crushing, the production is clean, and John McEntee's growls are evil as ever. And while most of the songs are fast-paced, thankfully the band isn't afraid to regularly slow things down to increase the heaviness. Sect of Vile Divinity is another worthy entry into the annals of death metal lore. Seven. At seven are Swedish gothic doom meddlers Draconian with Under a Godless Veil, their seventh studio album. I've been a longtime fan of Draconian and find a lot to enjoy in their music, dominated by themes of sorrow, misery, and despair. Under a Godless Veil remains faithful to their established sound, giving us more great soaring and growling vocals, crunching guitar, and pummeling atmospheres. Beyond the singles that Napalm Records created videos for, be sure to check out the deeper cuts, Claw Marks on the Throne, and album closer, Eight Minute Monster Ascend into Darkness. This is a band I've never seen live, and with Under a Godless Veil, they remain at or near the top of that bucket list. Six. Another debut album and independent release that makes the list is Into the Azure from melodic black metal crew Volcandra. As a metal fan, I find one of the most difficult projects to find super heavy, dark music that still retains great melody. This perfectly describes the music of Volcandra. I'd almost describe it as black and roll as the songs flow so seamlessly even while your eardrums are terrorized relentlessly. Into the Azure is full of incredible musicianship, creativity, and skill. This is a sublime release. Rather than waste words trying to describe this album, we'll play a song from Into the Azure to give you a true taste. Here's the title track, Into the Azure, by Volcandra.
Unleash the Archers is one of my favorite North American bands, and with great admiration always comes potential for disappointment. I thought 2017's Apex was their best album to date, and was truly anxious to hear the follow-up entitled Abyss, that was explicitly billed as a sequel to the Apex story. Wisely and effectively, the band did not attempt to create Apex 2. Instead, Abyss finds Unleash the Archers adapting and advancing, both in songcraft and in how they chose to mix and color the music. It's an impressive palette of styles, 90s metal, 80s, even nods to the 70s. As a music fan, these aren't accidents. I love and appreciate Unleash the Archers reaching into their tool bag to provide styles and techniques they'd not used before. This one might take a little more time and dedication to unfold for you, but it is rewarding in this regard, and you'll find the replay value to be very high. Abyss is an impressive, eclectic amalgam of metal styles that comes together to create another soaring, epic Unleash the Archers album. Four. My fourth best album of 2020 is The Coven from Torchia. The sophomore release from this Finnish Melodeth crew, The Coven is chock full of tight-picking, fast-paced drumming, and brutal screams. Henry Haikanen and Ville Ritama form a great guitar duo, locked in throughout and never letting the leads overwhelm the rhythm or vice versa. Great from beginning to end, but especially check out the singles Plague Peasant and Moonrise. This is Gothenburg-quality stuff, and I can't get enough of it. Check out Xander's great review of this album for The Great Metal Debate on YouTube or SoundCloud for the complete rundown. If you're a fan of Kalma or Arch Enemy, you will be guaranteed to like this. 3. Norwegian progressive power metal lords Conception returned this year with their first full-length release since 1997's Flow. What can I say? This new album, State of Deception, is yet another masterpiece. Roy Kahn retains his place among the pantheon of metal singers. How cool to hear new material from the voice of Karma and the Black Halo still deliver more than two decades later. Guitarist Tor Osby continues to dazzle with his perfectly crafted licks. All the tracks amaze, but my faves are probably By the Blues, Waywardly Broken, and She Dragoon. Khan is a god, Conception are gods, and State of Deception is my new liturgy in the Church of Metal. Two. What to say about Enciferum? These folk metal veterans have produced many outstanding albums over the years and always solid material. But Enciferum made adjustments with their new album, Thalassic, that have made an incredible difference, specifically the addition of Pekka Montan on keys and vocals. The results are impressive, especially with the new infusion of excellent clean singing allowing veteran screamer Petrolindros to concentrate on his Melodeth vocals. I love every song in this album, but if forced to pick, Four Sirens, One with the Sea, and Andromeda are highlights. Listening to this again, I feel a need to pick up my broadsword and defend the skiff. Simply put, The Lassic is among the best releases by Enciferum and one of the best albums 2020 has to offer. One. Back before the coronavirus shutdowns pulled the brakes on concerts, I thought Seven Spires was set to take the world by storm. They'd released a new album, Emerald Seas, in February, and had two massive North American tours slated, opening for Insomnium in the spring and then Amaranth in the fall. But due to the shutdowns, these tours never materialized. Nonetheless, the album, Emerald Seas, is a true masterpiece. Employing traditional symphonic power metal infused with black metal shrieks and unique theatric flourishes, 
Seven Spires has added to and surpassed their debut album, Solvay. Just check out the contrast of the two video singles, Bury You and Drowner of Worlds. Every single track on this album is unique and impressive, but Unmapped Darkness may be my favorite song of the year. Just the audacity to create an authentically metal track that would fit seamlessly in the Frozen soundtrack impresses me beyond words. Guitarist Jack Costo, singer Adrian Cowan, bassist Peter Durania, and drummer Chris Dovas should all receive medals, or maybe crowns, celebrating their achievement with Emerald Seas, the best metal album of 2020. Well, folks, that's all for this show. Be sure to check out all our content on SoundCloud and YouTube and keep up with the metal debate by liking and following us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just use the keyword metal debate to find us. Until our next podcast, sell your soul for metal and defend it until your dying day.